All right, shut your monkey traps. It's time for a show. <laughs> what? You like that? Yeah. All right, good. It's very oh, I did it again. What? I always have the sound down. Operator. This is serious stuff. Very. Just in case you didn't know what show you were on, Justin Morritt. I was on the Howard Stern show. Were you really? Yeah, from that. Oh, that's a good tease. We'll so talk about get, that we're later. Getting, we're getting regurgitated Howard Stern bits. <laughs> Did you see him on uh, on Letterman the other night? No, you know what? No, I keep I remembering. Heard, to... I heard him. He asked. Uh, he asked me if he was going to have Jay Leno on as his last yeah, guest, right. and he said, uh, "You can have that creep Jay Leno on." He like really kind of laid into him. It was weird. I, um, you know, I f- I feel like I have to uh, remember to record that stuff because I'm usually. I got to be honest, with you guys, I'm not up. No, no, no. I get it. Me neither. <clears throat> That's what the DVR is for, dude. That's what I'm saying. I have to. So I have to remember to set the DVR. Well, just you know what? Just record Letterman's last like six shows. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's coming us, up pretty soon anyway. It's right now. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's right now, Brian. It's right now. <laughs> it was two years ago. Yeah, you guys are actually talking. You're about like, I'm going to DVR Carson's last night, and then I'm going to find out who takes over for him. I have it on VHS. Welcome to okay. Hollywood Anonymous. Oh yes, I guess we introduced introduced the show. That's good, John Huck. Good idea. You're Brian Irwin, and in the studio with us visiting is, uh, the show today. Justin Morritt. Justin Morritt. Nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you two. This is like two strangers sitting next to each other. I love this. That's, this exa- that's actually not like it. It's exactly what this is because <laughs> I've never met him until right now. It's but uh, now, I guess now we've met, so I'm like a Forrest Gump over here. I'm like, now nah, we're not strangers. Well, <laughs> I can sit next to you on the bus. You love Forrest Gump. When was the last time you actually watched that movie? I probably in the theater in 1992. <laughs> when did it come out? That's like a tw- that movie's well over 20 years old, correct? Absolutely. It was. Uh, yeah. No. It's it's, it it's was exactly, made in 92. It was. I think okay. it came out in 93. It's exactly 21 years old. Actually. 21 years old. Because yeah. okay. it was at Paramount when uh, when they did it, and I worked for the senior vice president of Paramount at the time. See? Really? Yeah. This guy. Talk about stories. There's yeah. nothing anonymous about this Yeah, fellow. so I know yeah. all about Forrest Gump. <laughs> what, is, there, is there a weird dirt on Forrest Gump? No, just, yeah, yes, the, the actual man, Forrest Gump himself, Justin, actually did some research, had to, had to dig up all the political dirt on Forrest Gump himself, correct? Yeah, He's correct, a real correct. person. Because it's a based on a true story. You know, I went, this girl I went to college with, I do this in my set, so I'm not trying to run material on you guys, no, no, but I know. this girl I went to college with, we saw that movie, I saw that movie in college, and this girl next to me, when Forrest Gump was trying to teach Elvis how to dance, she leans forward and goes, I can't believe this is a true story. <laughs> and I was like, uh, the yeah, fuck? Uh, How's that education that, working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because when, when they made it, they didn't think it was going to be what it was, you know? Really? And no one really understood, you know? Well, it was a weird way to make a movie, right? It was not yeah. a normal, traditional mo- style of right, storytelling and, was... and kind of out there. Why? What was, what was I mean... Well, I mean, if you look at the story itself, right? It's it was a lot. There was like crazy CGI stuff in there that had never been done before, right? right? They exactly. Were also, putting they were him co- into like next to Nixon it, and stuff. They like were that. mixing. They were blurring the lines between reality and and fiction, right? That was the big right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Is and that no was that really, was some of the worries they had? Well, I kind of they just would see the dailies, and you know, when you don't see visual effects in the in the, you know, in in the dailies, you don't you know, and there's yeah, just and a slug. You know, you can't envision. A lot of people can't envision. A lot of people, studio executives can't envision. They can't envision. Can't see Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks um, playing ping pong without a ping pong ball, but doing moving his arms really fast and going. I don't get this. This isn't making sense to me. (laughs) And then they were a bit over budget, and so the executives had to go down and have a a chat talk chat with uh, Zemeckis. You know, and of course he saw the vision. You know, and he was right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously. so uh, when he when he asked for more money that they were you know they needed more money, the executives were not happy about that. I think that at is all so telling. All. That's yeah. so telling to me that like like you said, the director has the vision. He's like, no, this is going to be good. This is what we're doing right. here. This is great. Just give me a little more. And they're like, dude, we don't know. This, we don't understand it. We can't figure it out. We don't know what we're looking at. It's like. That's why you're wearing a suit and sitting behind a desk, and I'm out here directing this fucking movie. Now get away from me. Well, and again, this is not. It wasn't Semekis's first movie. He had already delivered success, and it's it Robert, yeah. no, right, a ton of success. Well, my point dude, is, my like, point is, though, it's it's funny where they never just can trust you. There's always seems to be a, when you get to that level, right? There's a right. lot of fighting. Just so we're clear, Justin. Has, you've line produced a, a, of some fairly you know big movies. Um, if you want to just throw them out for John, so you know, I know I Am Legend is one of them. I Am Legend. Oh, wow. I did a lot of movies. I did Die Hard with Vengeance. I did Jesus Rollerball, Basic, um, Eraser. 
Now, for those that don't know what a line producer does, you're the money guy that says no a lot, right? <laughs> right. Well, he has to make the money that basically they give to the production. Last. Right. Yeah. Last. Last is a good point. Last right. is a yeah. good way of... Right. Well, if it's a studio movie, you know, they hand, you know you do a budget, they approve the budget, and then you got to stick to the budget, you know? And But uh, in your budget, you pad the shit out of it, and you put money aside for the rap party, and you... <laughs> You know I, mean? I like how it's all about the rap party. It's, it's yeah, all, about all that the rap booze party. for yeah. the rap party. Got to have a slush fund or a lush right. fund or whatever. A lush right. fund. So anyway, back to Forrest Gump. You know they 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 approve the money, and then you know at the, you know they weren't happy about it. But then when he's up there winning an Academy yeah, Award, yeah, it was I, like, oh, we believed in the project right from the yeah, beginning. We're geniuses. Right, Look right, at right. how smart we are as executives. I think I remember um, Titanic was the first time a movie really was like the general public learned about the battles between directors and producers and and uh, and film companies, really? right? Because that was very outward at the time, I think, because Entertainment Weekly was like the trade rag that I think became, instead of it just being People Magazine where they're like, look where the stars are eating their food, it was like, hey, we're going to actually try to tell you the behind-the-scenes stuff. And it actually got, that movie had blown so out of control that it seemed like there was a fight in the press to the general public. And then people started learning about what, what can happen when... Well, well, I think it was before that, like Bonfire of the Vanities, which I worked on. Oh, Jesus. Another- <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. No, that one, I was yeah, a, that's, that's I was historic. Tom Hanks go way back. That's yeah. historic, though, right? Yeah, that, that, that was, that, they wrote that, a book about it, you know. You know. How bad, what, so what, re- refresh my memory, because that's a long wrote, time ago. The book, the movie was based on the book. No, no, he's saying, oh, but. They, they, they wrote a book about how over budget they went and how ridiculous it was. Oh, wow. For, and and so, it wasn't like a big visual effects movie, and it was. What happened, like you were there, so what was that all about? Like, re- take us kind of back to that whole insanity of that, that film. It was ridiculous. It was like, you know, Bruce Willis was huge, and they had a lot of big celebrities, and, you know, of course, it was a Tom Wolfe book, so they, yeah. you know, had to you know make it into something and it didn't do it didn't do very well they spent a fortune on it i mean it was like literally you know when you have you know you go to a set there's like one truck well in this movie there was like two grip trucks two electric trucks two prop trucks you know which in new york everything right in new york at the time what a pain in the ass in in new york at the time you know people didn't want to make movies in new york because they were so expensive you know now, with all the tax incentives and everything, it's it's a different story. You know, everyone's running to New York. Back then, it was like, you know, we don't want to be in New York because it's so expensive. And literally, I mean, you know, what Teamsters costs there, you know, it was like literally two of everything. Two truck, two grip trucks, two electric trucks, two prop trucks, you know. Seven and catering it was trucks. Just parking that shit in the streets of New York, I would be annoyed. Like, You know, and then it was like uh, a great story would be, uh, you know, one day, you know, they had to send a doctor to the set for someone, and then, like, literally the whole crew stood on line for the doctor, and they had <laughs> a bill for, like, what? a fortune, you know, because literally, like, 100 crew members. Why? They were, li- they were know, using because- his free health care for the day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, people were asking for pain, you know. <laughs> people were serious? asking. As oh, prescriptions? I had, yeah, I have a pain in my, my shoulder. I got to get a prescription for, you know, some Vicodins. You <laughs> oh, know? my God. And, yeah, like, literally, like, the, you know, and the producer didn't know what was going on, you know, and they get the bill for a, a, a fortune for the doctor for the day because the whole crew went to the oh doctor. Oh my God. You know? I've never heard anything so, like oh, that. That's I never heard either. That's crazy. Read the book. It's pretty... Uh, yeah. It's pretty, oh, is that in the book? I, I don't know if that's in the book because I never read the book, but there's a lot no, in the book. No, if you were that, there, why would you not... Wouldn't you be curious to see how they how it was ah, translated after it, the dude. fact? He what lived you, What it. were you doing on the show at that time? Um, he was telling people to line up for the doctor. I was a PA. You were a PA. Yeah, I was a PA. Really? Yeah, so you... So we'll take a step back just for one second. So is that... You started in New York? Yeah, I started As in a New production York. assistant? Yeah, getting right out of high school. Well, right out of high school. So you're right from New high York. School. Yeah. yeah. I used to go to film school during high school and and then got out and decided I you know, wanted to make it a career. And and uh, my dad got, uh, my dad was like the technical advisor on the movie Wall Street okay. with wow. Oliver Stone. So my dad said, you know, don't pay me, just give my kid a job, you know, so gave That me was it. Job. That was your first job yeah. in there you was working on Wall, on Wall Street? Street. Yeah. <laughs> As a PA. Oh my god, that's yeah. fucking amazing, yeah. dude. That's crazy. Yeah, and then went to uh, from there to another movie called Masquerade with Rob Lowe, and uh, ah, this is yeah. post sex tape or post uh, uh, Oopsie Daisy Rob Lowe. What be? I can't remember. I'm trying to figure out. So where? So 
Is that this? Are we talking the '90s at this point? No, no, when was it? no, no, no this no, is the '80s. 90, Wall Street. What's... 1986. 86 was Wall yeah, Street. Yeah. That was so you're, you're yeah, made. Yeah, made in '86 or '87. Made yeah. in '86 or '87. Okay, so that's what yeah. You're probably didn't come out till '88. Yeah. So Rob yeah, Lowe was, was, was Rob Lowe early '80s. I God, I guess how sad is that? I don't remember. 84, 84 I thought was his. '85. Uh, when was like? Was, okay. Yeah, was his? Was but when was his? Whoops, a Daisy with the I ladies know, like '88, '89. Yeah. Okay. '89. So right. So when you worked on Masquerade, that was him like. Because how was Masquerade as a movie? Did, did it do well? Was it? It didn't really do well. Right. <laughs> it was a really good movie. It was. It was okay. a phenomenal movie and didn't really do well. They for some reason MGM pulled it off. You know, pulled it early. Was for it some because reason. of Rob Lowe was it, fucking underage girls on tape at the Democratic convention? No, because oh. it came out beforehand. That oh, was after. Oh, okay, okay. Where it happened was, you know, he went to do some publicity and for uh, that same movie, for that same movie, and got in the trouble. But when, yeah. but so, Whoops. so are you saying that they didn't when he? Because I don't remember. I only, I obviously remember the time, but I don't remember the timeline. But mm. so you're saying that the 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 information of him getting in trouble was well after the movie had already been out. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, but then they pulled it. But then they pulled they the movie. Yeah, they pulled. It started not to do so well, and they pulled the movie. Okay, so and they just felt cut your losses, basically. Yeah, yeah. At and that then point. and then the whole uh, sex tape thing happened. Did and, you go to? Was there a rap party for Wall Street? For um, I actually left early. I left the movie early. Who leaves? What you <laughs> no, t- did you understand to... that you were working on a big movie at the time? Yeah, but I got a better. I I went to leave to do Masquerade, and and it was a you know to me what... it was a better like job. Cause Why do you think we were out in the Hamptons? You know, I had okay. a, you know they put me up in a condominium on the ocean. You know, so it was like bye, see you later. <laughs> you know, are you showing them our uh, picture of and Chuck I was like, Wall Street? And that's how I really wanted to be in the business because it was like wow, this is what this is what it's like. You know. But you still had you to know. pick up the trash and be a PA and get caught. Co- oh, I wasn't, so you didn't I wasn't care. doing that. Well, yeah. you didn't do, wait a minute. What kind of PA were you? You well, just got I, to stand I around actually, and look cool? Well, I actually was a PA, but then they, they assigned me to him. And, when you uh, say him. Rob Lowe. When you, oh, yeah. So explain that to so, people that are trying to understand. When they say they assign you to somebody, like what does that actually mean in, in, uh, to the, uh, in a layman's terms well, for I was, someone? I was his assistant, and then I was a PA as well. You but know, not like his personal they, assistant, but just on, you were a set assistant? When uh, he thing? showed up, you made sure he had everything he needed, water, fruit basket, whatever was right, going on. Right, Yeah, I mean, and, and at the time, you're, you know, I was 18. I was like, you know, <laughs> I was uh, living the high life at 18. Yeah. You know, the rest of my buddies were going to college, and... You know, like, I'm hanging out with that. Rob Lowe, yeah, Rob and, Lowe. And, you know, and you know, and and the high life and everything, you know. So I was like, wow, this is. And great. he was cool to you. Yeah, we're good friends. Still. No, but yeah, I know that we were getting yeah, to that point. But thanks for wrecking the ama- tease. But no, the the so I mean, but I'm saying when you first meet somebody, you're not quite sure, right? Because at that point, he's pretty famous, right? Literally, um, pulled up to pick him up from the airport, you know got him and it was like hey let's go get some pizza you know and it was like that was it, it yeah immediately. that was it. we like hung out for the rest of the <laughs> it's different that's great, you though. know and, that's uh, awesome yeah it was uh he's a great guy now justin you're very ripped you're very uh, do, were you big into exercise even back then like lifting back weights then, right then that's how i got the job because you know i was the production manager at the time was on the phone with the agent the agent was like he has to have an assistant he has to have a uh, bodyguard uh yeah, not a bodyguard but an assistant a trainer uh a PA, he lists the stuff. He's the guy looking I, at you the whole time, like go, no, Justin's no, doing. No, not you're at over all. in the corner, like flexing muscles not in the mirror. All. He's like, well, maybe, <laughs> not at all. It was oh, like okay. I heard him on the phone, and I, and he was like this. He would scream all the time. You know, he's this old time production manager. Back then, production manager could just walk on a set and literally tell the director, "You're done." You know. They had that much power. Yeah, they had that much power where they wow. could just pull the plug and, you know, and there was no such thing as line producers back then. It was the production manager. The businesses evolved a lot, you know, back then. it was So so anyway, so I said, uh, I hear him on the phone. I said, hey, uh, you know, I could do all those. I could save you a lot of money, you know. And he said, you could? And he got this big, you know. <laughs> Uh, bright look in his eyes and I said yeah I could do all those jobs and you know and I could just get one salary he goes kid perfect <laughs> <laughs> did he have a big cigar in his mouth no 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 but then the funny part about it is the guy was like you know he was a real shyster you know production man obviously he's, he's and looking at me as I was a deal like you know so how old were so you then, at the time you're about 19 years old I'm Were you re- eight? No, literally eighteen. You're eighteen 19, years old. Yeah. Were you in really, really good yeah. peak physical oh, yeah, condition? Yeah, or had yeah, you yeah. been lifting a lot of weights? So it wasn't like you were this spindly. No, yeah, you weren't like, hey, man, man, man. <laughs> right, right. 
So, you know, he called the agent back. He said, done, you know. And he said, <laughs> so, so literally, so the movie, the whole movie used to put his arm around me and go, kid, we'll talk about your salary tomorrow. And I'd say, okay, okay, you got it. And, you know, by the end of the movie, I never got paid. But I was getting like per diem of $300 and a condo on the ocean. I'm hanging out with Rob Lowe every oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and. and so you actually and, physically never received a paycheck. For your your daily for your daily work, but Never. the perks that obviously came back a thousandfold were right. now you're friends with Rob Lowe, That's hilarious. and you right. got to hang right. out with him, <laughs> right. and you're having a th- great time in the Hamptons. You, you know, were getting three hundred dollar a day per diem, no three hundred a week. So I was Still, like, didn't matter. You know, Rob Lowe bought the pizza, right? At at that time, you know, it was like <laughs> I was just happy to be there and, and having a great time. Three hundred you know? bucks a week when you're eighteen. Right. Right, that's still a lot back of in the eighties. Money, you know, yeah. back in the eighties, that's cash, a, that's cash. A lot of, cash. Yeah, that's a that's lot of right. cash. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, at least I, I wasn't making three hundred dollars a week when I was eighteen. Right, right, and, and I didn't have to pay for anything because you know the movie pay. You know, that's uh, true. They fed you yeah, pretty yeah, much every day because back you. then it was like what a sixty day shoot. Maybe yeah, probably. probably yeah, so for that. basically for two months you were getting fed anyway, at least right. two meals a day. So it was, and you know, back then you get in craft service like everything there was right. Right. Now, did they, so I'm assuming they also probably, if you're staying at a condo or whatever, they probably stocked that as well. Do they have to stock it? No, no, really. That, they didn't care. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm on the ocean, you know. So you were catching your own fish? I was just going to say, so you're out there like bagging fish. That's cool. (laughs) You're stabbing a fish in the ocean. Right. Yeah, but it was great Great experience. And then that was really the beginning, you know, and then I just kept on working on films. Now, okay, you go from Wall Street to Masquerade. You're hanging out with Rob Lowe. We're we're just going to skip past the fact that we know you're probably having sex with people because that just probably goes hand in hand. There's no way you're not because you're you're getting laid all the time. There's no way you're not using that as a calling card. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, the the chicks back in the day when he was single, you know, like literally in, in that time it was like, the chicks were like swarming around. They just yeah. showed. They and would just show up. There, it's not like you if went you looking were next for to him, yeah. and they couldn't get to him. Hey, right, there's right, the guy right, next right. to Rob Lowe. Yeah. Let's right, have right, sex right, with right, that right. guy. Did you? So was there? What, what was the? Was there paparazzi big time back then? Not really. Not like it was here. Did you yeah. have to deal with that when you guys were uh, yeah, at the condo absolutely. and stuff like that you as well? Did, like but well, on the he beach. Was, he was in the house, so no one knew where the house was. Okay, so the paparazzi didn't find out about that. No, no. What about crazy chicks standing set. on the beach with their clothes off, calling for you guys? Oh well, I had, I had, I, even I had like stalker chicks, you know. Jesus. Yeah. Because they wanted to get through you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you ever want to like d- during all this? Were you ever like, man, I maybe I should be an actor. Maybe I should. <laughs> like, no, I never wanted to act. Really? Yeah, You're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, I love yeah. this lifestyle. Let's just keep like- going. Stay in the entertainment business. Start banging all these chicks. Yeah. I like the producer life, you know. Yeah. Which, by the way, and, Justin's story is nothing like my nephew Ben's story at all, who worked with Justin on I was going to say, show. isn't Ben out in the parking lot sweeping He's done. He finally is done. Something? He's finally done working. Ben couldn't be the... He's like the anti-you. If I was, if Ben was to tell your same story, I'd be like, yeah, I just worked on a show and... Uh, I just did what people told me to do. All right, good totally, talk. yeah. Good talk. Yeah, you, can you imagine, Ben, if I put my arm around him and said, hey, kid, we'll talk about your salary tomorrow. <laughs> He's already put in all. I, I'm, I'm entitled to my overtime. And, <laughs> you know, I filled his car up with gas every day because he went out and runs. And I got all this mileage stuff. <laughs> Yeah, back then. Now it's like now it's like the PAs. I don't do this. I don't do windows. I don't lift tables. I don't do that. Are you I don't kidding do- me? Oh, oh yeah, oh, PAs totally. are completely entitled. And what the fuck There's are you talking about? Ben, ben so, is not that bad. I mean, no. he's, he, he's he doesn't but, he's, he's trained by entitled people though. That's the right, thing, right? Right. Yeah. But then if if you if you tell them if you if you mess with them at all, they're like, I'm calling the labor board. And literally, if I ever Are called the labor board you would as a PA, I would never work again. Here's the thing. You have to understand, Who John. Yeah. Well, first off, you work in production. The fact that you're shocked by this surprises me. But th- here's here's Dude, where- I was a PA for a year, yeah, and but, yeah, I but, did everything I was told but, to do. I didn't go- I don't do windows. I don't lift tables. You fucking do all that well, yeah, shit. Yeah, but, but you can barely get a cleaning person at your house to do those same things. But my point is this, though. I think what happened- was that a, a most PAs are usually coming out of film school. So they already feel like, well, no, no, I went to film school to be a producer or right. a director or an art film designer. Film school should be teaching them that starting at the bottom they is don't, the best though, way right. to fucking do it. But, that, but they no, get they in. don't want to. No, they, they don't, don't want, want to do that anymore. It's but like dude, if you, they just want to go right into directing. They just want you to give them a, you know. I said, a, that's a, sh- that's yeah. maddening to me because the people that I've seen, even when I, I could tell as a PA, I could tell people that had never PA'd that were then in charge, like they were given companies or whatever, and they were the biggest fucking assholes <laughs> 
ever. They had no idea how to communicate with people. He's so enraged. They, I am enraged. They, they had no, they couldn't fuck it. They were, do this, do that. Why are these fuckers sitting down? Because they just worked for 22 hours, dude, with no fucking break. That's why. Because right. we just broke laws to make your stupid fucking show and you don't know why. You, why are they sitting down? Go back to your fucking sweet asshole. Like, I, that's fucking. You, but you know what? The good ones, you hold on to the good ones. Because yeah. they're, when they're good, they're well, good. Well, when they're good, they're not yeah. PAs for very long. They're fucking well, showrunners the, in like yeah. a year. You know what I mean? I worked with a kid just like that. It was like, as soon as I saw what he was doing as a PA, I was like, he's like, hey, can you get me a job? I go, here's the deal. I'll keep getting you jobs if you promise to hire me when you're in charge <laughs> right. of shit. Right, right, right. Because right. I know exactly how it's going to go. Like, I've seen it. Like, I, I've gone past people that were above me. And they're like, oh, you, you're doing this now. And I'm like, yeah, can I get a coffee? Right. It happens <laughs> but, all the time. But it's also yeah. funny how many people can be lazy and just keep working their way up. Now, obviously, there's Fail a upwards. ceiling. Yeah, there's a ceiling. Justin and I just worked with a guy. We were just, both of us were like, this guy is all talk, does absolutely nothing right. on set, and yet is probably not, he's going to continue to get hired by somebody. Right. And because this is a business where it's very hard, like no one really goes back on references, right? It's like all you need to do is just make sure they call the right people and yeah. you keep getting jobs. Right. Yeah. If somebody was to call. Who's putting a person on their resume but, that hates them? Like, if, hey, get no, this not that, though. But if you're smart, though, you'd be like, well, thank you for giving me all the fake ones. Um, let me see which places you've worked for. That's and what they, they do. If that they too. ever call guys like Justin, I would be like, yeah, no, that guy was. <laughs> We had to, we had to do circles. Like, this guy was so bad. He struck out sets that they hadn't even filmed yet. What? Why? Yeah. So what? so the art department get ahead of the game. The art <laughs> department basically designed these sets to shoot the next day, and then we said, "Oh, you got to get out of these other sets that we've already shot. You got to get out of them now because we got other shows coming in." And he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't listen. And finally, I think Justin or somebody said, "Go. You got to. You have to go upstairs and you have to strike these sets out." He didn't ask which ones. He didn't do anything. He just went up and just whatever ones he found, he just started dismantling all these all these these sets. And then the art director, what? the production owner, goes up there, and goes, oh, "What? <laughs> I just was this spent tomorrow. Sends this scathing email out. This is this is ridiculous. It that is ridiculous. <laughs> that fucking is ridiculous yeah. though. I mean that's insanity. But people like that will continue to work, and that's what's so funny. It's like there's so there's there's Bailing a certain upwards. element there's a certain element of people that are so counterproductive to what we do. Right. And you already have to work long hours in this business. Like it's you know twelve hours is more than enough. But the average yes. amount of time if you're in production is you get in it's about fourteen hours by the time you leave. By right. the time you check in and the time that you go home, the average is about fourteen hours, and that's crazy when you think about it and in independent filmmaking we think that's a great day that's yeah. like getting holy in. shit only 14 hours yeah. so when i was doing uh um coming to america as a pa you know i did oh what the fuck <laughs> dude that is awesome so I, I i i was a pa and i i i worked for eddie murphy is like you know i was assistant to the you know him and the entourage so like i'd literally finish a 12, 13 hour day of shooting and I would have to go like make runs for Eddie, you know, like to restock the bus. Uh, By the end of the day, I was working 18, 19 hours a day, but I was happy to have a job, you know. These PAs now... It's not like that, no, you know, they, and it's they, like literally sour puss on their face, right, walking right. around like, "Hey, to pick yeah. up garbage." Yeah, you and fucking I had loved, to pick up garbage. Yeah, and then you know, I get sent out, you know, to get his, you know, everyone's his lunch and his entourage's lunch, you know. So, uh, I, you know, I'd say, "Oh, take the limo, take the limo," you know. So, wait, you, were, you had to drive the limo. That no, was, I didn't no, have he to. Would, no, I get in. I would get in the back of the limo. Just take it. Yeah, you Don't know, tell it was the driver. Like, you know, you ate really fancy. Like either it was Peter Luger's steak, or it was like, like hey, go to you know, Kentucky Popeyes. Fried Chicken, <laughs> or, but you or got, Wendy's. But or, for you, you, know, you, you so, because you were getting the stuff, you got a piece of it too, as well. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, even yeah. though you were the runner guy, you got to eat whatever they got to eat. But I would pull up to these fast food restaurants in the back of a limo and be like, hey. Give me like six 14. buckets of the extra crispy. Douchebag move. Six, you know, six bucks buckets of the you know the original. Oh you know, my god! Ten things of coleslaw, but it, you know from How the back old were you, of a like nineteen twenty yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. You're such a douchebag. But, yeah, but when that. I was a when yeah. I was a PA, I worked on some great movies like Dude, Coming to coming, America. Coming to Ghost. America. Ghost. Ghost. I actually um, just watched all the way through for the first time like two weeks ago. Yeah, I've never seen it. You've before. never seen it from no, beginning. No, that but I love like, Patrick Swayze. 
Oh, okay. You know who hell's... <laughs> was he a dick? Yeah, was... Was he a dick? <laughs> By He's the way... Dead. He doesn't no, care now. He's, yeah, well, okay. So you know who actually has aged really well was the bad guy in that movie? Because he's a director now in television. Yeah, I forget well, his name. Gold one. Is it Tony yes, Goldwyn. Yes, Tony Goldwyn. Yeah, yeah. Super nice guy. He came Great here guy. once. And, I, an and awesome the thing guy. is, it was one of those things where he came and he was scouting here at the building for this pilot. And I kept looking at him like, man, he looks like that dude from the 80s. But like, I was like, but there's no way it's him because, because he looks he's... exactly like the dude looked yeah. back in the 80s. Yeah, he would have aged. Yes. It, but yeah. th- he hasn't. I don't know if the guy just like, he clearly is not, I, I'm, I'm going to guess anybody, you either have the world's most perfect genes, speaking of Rob Lowe, like either super perfect genes. Yeah, right? or Rob you Lowe never, hasn't aged fucking, or you he's never smoked. I'm guessing either do that or he never smoked or drank or did any of those things where your body actually just slows down and doesn't age as bad as I have no right. idea. But, but Or point, somehow did all those things and pickled himself into a perfect, weird, <laughs> fucking, never aging humanoid. Anyway, so the, the, the balance was, I don't know how he was back then, but ha- having him be working around here, he was a super polite, very nice guy. St- always was always was great guy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so, more yeah, curious it's... about the dickhead now, but all right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, define like sometimes like being a jerk. Sometimes you're just they're just no, whatever. Look, they're just I, curmudgeons, right? So they me, just don't want to like, deal with people. It's but just you like, would whatever. know the difference. You know the difference if someone's having a bad day. Like I'm sure Rob Lowe had bad days where he was like fucking. Nah, every day was a bad day. For him. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, for Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. See, that's why what I'm do saying. you think like, yeah. though? Like when you hang out with somebody after a while, because at first when it happens, you're probably trying to figure it out. Like, okay, why is this person being like this? And maybe it's going to change, right? That would be the initial thought. Yeah. And then it does. And change, and then you have to be like, seriously, I think, what's I think up? He was having some drug problems. Oh, uh, okay. You know? uh, so you know, I, I was a PA, and for years, you know, when I worked on it, and then so uh, so uh, the second AD, you know, second assistant director says, you know, hey, my grandmother died. You're gonna have to take over for me, and I'm a PA. I'm like, oh, great. So this you is know, your move up. This is your first move up, up right? <clears throat> That's good. Though. So then, uh, was he telling know. the truth, or was he just trying to get the fuck out? No, of No, no, no. He was telling the truth. He okay. was distraught about it. So as a PA, I'm like, oh, great. You know, I'm I'm You're I'm the boss up. now. It's the next day. You know, the uh, the first assistant director comes to work, and he says, you know, he looks like hell. You know, red nose, can't stand. He's got the flu. He's like, you're gonna have to take over the set. <laughs> Get today. the fuck out of here! <laughs> so like, now, right. you're peeing, and all of a sudden, your first AD on a fucking major motion picture. Right, exactly. That's right. On a big Paramount you, Hollywood motion picture, you, you know, you must have carried yourself with such fucking confidence, Sean. I, I, I literally, I, and I was in heaven. Like, here it is. I, I go from a PA to a second to a first. First, you know, fucking matter of two days. And like, by the right. Way, Never have you worked on a low budget, like three hundred thousand right. dollar movie. You've only worked right. on these like massive production, <laughs> right? It was ma- you know <laughs> huge stars, massive. trailers, fucking right. So, <laughs> so, um, so they bumped me up, and I, you know, I, I I'm like great. I, I'm like, all- did you even know what you were doing? Had you been around yeah. set enough You'd to know see, what they yeah. do? Okay. okay, right. But I'm thinking like, I'm all cocky now, you know. PA going from second to oh first, right next to the director. You know, oh I call for I call for Patrick to come to set. You know, and and um, five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes <laughs> go by, not coming. You know, so uh, so uh, half an hour rolls by, and I said oh, to the producer, dog, "Hey, yeah. you know, he's not coming out of his trailer." The producer at the time, you know, Howard Koch goes down, you know, knocks on the door, says, "Hey, you know, you got to come." comes back up to set another 10 minutes go by doesn't come okay oh my God. and now it's like it's a really sensitive scene it's the scene where they part you remember the where they part he goes back to heaven yeah. you know and leaves her yeah so he's like he's like throughout the movie because he's i think he was doing a lot of drugs at the time you know like the times where he was like laying dead on the ground and that was in visual effects we had like dummies he got freaked out so he was getting freaked out about this moment for some reason oh okay so he 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 so finally he comes back you know back to set after 45 minutes or something oh, so uh i'm all cocky i'm like okay we got him now you know i, I say to the crew okay stand by he grabs me by the shirt, pulls me into his face. He goes, no, stand by. You roll that fucking camera when I'm ready. You got that. <laughs> he Mark Wahlberg's you in Boogie Nights. He chewed me <laughs> apart. Like, literally what chewed me apart. You know, and I'm like, I went from being up here to being like, ah, oh, <laughs> you know, about that, about that big. Oh I was ready God. to, like, crawl in a hole and die and cry. <laughs> oh. the, the producer pulls me aside. He goes, kid. You're more of a man than he'll ever be. Now get back in there. 
And he gives me like a spank on the tush, you know, and pushes me back because no one wanted to deal with him, you know, because he was oh that big of an God. asshole. Oh, you my know? God. They're just like, send the kid in. Just yeah, right. make the, the kid, kid go back yeah. in there. He, he, he doesn't know any better. He tortured me the whole day. Like oh. literally rode me and rode me and rode me. Like just would grab me by the shirt and say, you know, I told you when I'm ready, you roll that fucking camera. You know? and I'm like, <laughs> what uh, the fuck? I didn't like him too much after that. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. That's fine. You have the right. To not like it, but, right, the, right. but the beauty of that is like it's it's and this is what I you know the, which is like I can't remember what you and I met on and how we did, but we we bonded in the fact that you also know how to take shitty stuff and not make your life shittier, right? Like you you turn it into like a great memory in your life. I mean, it was not great at the time, but you can right. tell the story, you laugh about it, sure, you move on because it's so ridiculous, right? The in the film big picture, is ridiculous. It's the whole, thank you. So you know what? Right? The, film, you know? the fact that anything even gets made with the amount of horse right. shit that goes on and the surrounding egos. everything. And the amount of egos that come together, even on low budget, shitty things that I've worked on, you know what I mean? Like even those things, actors are like oh, I'm fucking, I'm not ready. You're like, dude, right. what the? Fu- right. We're making a hundred and twenty five dollars a day here, dude. Just get out there, right. say your fucking lines, and let's go home. <laughs> or how about twenty million dollars? Yeah, some or, of these guys make or, twenty yeah. million dollars, and like, dude, you yeah. know, and they're like cranky about it like yeah. you know yeah or you know get the popper get the press the paparazzi out here that these people make you you know i what I, what I will say is like you know i know you're like you're literally your eyes are popping out of your head every time that justin oh, well, says dude, what else he's worked fantastic, on fantastic dude but so i can't remember what was it um what was the first thing we worked on together was it the pi- was it a pilot or was I think it, it was, it was adult, adult swim, swim something adult swim oh, wow yeah, it, it was like a pilot a, right yeah some sort of pilot a, yeah uh-huh um and what was interesting was that by the time and, – and it went late, right? The last day went super late. And he – even though that Justin's been in this business, how long have you been in the business now? Oh, 30-something. Well, you just said since 86. Still, still one of the last guys there, got a broom in his hand, making sure things are taken care of because he's got this belief that, like, you know, listen, you don't go until everything is done. You have to be there. You have to make sure that things are taken care of. Like, that's – it all comes with the territory, you know? And it's just – that's that was kind of where we all started. We kind of – and, you know, be able to laugh at that time of night, right, in the middle of the night. It was probably like 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, when you're dead tired. Dead tired. You want to be fucking home so bad. Because the PAs, going back to the PAs, they don't they do what they're. They take off. Like yeah, they always ask, "Can I leave?" You know, <laughs> "Can I leave?" And it's like you ask me again, and you can leave for forever. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you end up doing it yourself because they don't. Yeah. You know, they do a half-ass job, yeah. and you can't get good PAs these days. That's insane to me. That that really boggles my mind because, and I guess. I guess the last show I, I, I segment produced and supervised produced like hidden camera stuff sometimes. Uh-huh. And, uh, and the last show I worked on that wasn't... No, I did a show for MTV called Bail Me Out that was good. And then the, the show before that was an ABC family show. But the PAs on that, I remember like day three of shooting, I'm running around. Like I have sweat coming down my back. Like I'm moving, you know what I mean? And I come around this corner and there's this kid on his laptop and he's just sitting there in the back of a truck on his laptop. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm oh, writing. He, I, bet. I bet he said, I'm writing my script. He, well, well, you then, can produce it. He was like, oh, oh, nothing, nothing. And he closes it. And then I'm like, I see this kid later on his laptop again. Then at lunch that same day, he's like, hey, man, you seem to be, uh, you seem to know what's going on around here. I'm like, uh-huh. And he goes, so, like, uh, is there any way like, I could audition for the show? Or, like, I'm like... <laughs> Uh, he gives me his card. I'm like, do you fuck? Like, in my head, I'm like, I, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I'll see what I can do. Uh. Now I just took it back to the office and, like, poked holes in his fucking face <laughs> and stuck it up on the fucking wall. But I was like, you got bought. Like, you're hired. And this has even happened to me. Like, I get it when when you're, I've produced stuff. So, okay. But then I have to take a step down just to take a job to make money. So sure. I take a job. Like, I've taken a job as a PA or whatever when I'd already done some producing work. And... Ran and, an elevator at an old abandoned building. That and films. you know what I did when I was hired to do those jobs? I fucking did those yeah. jobs. I didn't wander around and tell people, ah, I'm a producer on another thing. Right. right now I'm just working this fucking elevator. And uh, if you want that, no. I ran the fucking <laughs> elevator because that's what I was getting paid to do. So when people are like, oh, I'm a director... That's we didn't, dude. We have a director, bro. We didn't hire to direct. We right. hired you to pick up that fucking garbage <laughs> and move it over there. Like, but that's what the PAs tell you now. It's like, oh, I'm not. I'm just doing this temporarily. Yeah, everybody should be PAing temporarily. Right. That should right. be the goal. No one's like, I'm a lifer. Like, what well, the fuck? it's like strippers. They always tell you, you know, oh, I'm going to law school, but I'm just stripping now, you know, or I'm really studying to be a doctor. You know, we have a lot sure, of strippers. Sure, honey. That listen yeah, to this, Justin. <laughs> we have yeah. a really, <laughs> Don't you've piss really off our angered, stripper yeah, fan base. So, yeah. 
Son of a bitch. <laughs> of the 50 people that listen, uh, all of them are of Patrick them. Swayze fans who lo- are strippers. Who, and yeah. we are now done. We're down to zero. We're down to zero. zero. This show is over. This show is over. So your first day ding on, on, on Ghost, uh, how many days? So this you finished it out? Well, yeah, or uh, how, yeah. How, they no, all, it was only one day. Did they apologize to you or say No, anything? no, it just Obviously got worse. Obviously he's telling like, the story yeah. that it was yeah, never he, good. Yeah. No, I mean the AD and the second AD, did they ever say anything like, hey man, sorry we didn't? They laughed. You know, they came back and it was like my cherry was broken. Yeah, my cherry was broken. They laughed. I'm like, I grabbed the first. I say, how, how do you not tell me, like, when he's ready, he gives you a nod, you know? Like, yeah. he never said, you know, hey, when he's ready, he'll give you a nod, you know? Like, I'm supposed to know the guy's idiosyncrasies, yeah. you know? <laughs> and you fucking know? say you're ready. Don't fucking right, nod at me, right, you jerk right, off. Right. So the sound guy should have grabbed it on, uh, you know, like they do now with, like, Christian Bale. And what was last week, it was, uh, oh, uh that one was made up. The Quaid thing was fake. It but was? Yeah, yeah, but there was, or the Lily, T- was it Lily Rand, Tomlin Randy one Quaid once or something week, like right? that? Well, the Lily Tomlin ones. That's real. The ones from I, I Heart Huckabees, those are real. Yeah. That was David O. Russell. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah, it happens. And yep, yeah. that's the thing. Now with cell phones and all this stuff, you got to be real careful about uh, your yeah. behavior. Yeah, totally. Which is cool. Okay, because it's just like, again, this isn't rocket science, man. You're not changing the world. You're just no, making a movie. Yeah, Enjoy we're not, it. We're not in an operating room taking, no, you know, right. curing cancer. Yeah, or, but it took me, you know, t- a heart transplant or whatever. We're making a movie here, people. You as, know, it's as not a PA, that serious. Though, I only PA'd one movie. I PA'd Malibu's Most Wanted. It was, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, right. Okay, so I PA'd that movie because I'd worked on Jamie's show. And I was carrying chairs. I've told this story a thousand times. I was carrying chairs really fast because this guy wanted, I need chairs over here. And somebody else was yelling for something else. And I was trying to do two things at once. So I grabbed these chairs and I'm fucking running. And this grip goes, hey, dude, what are you doing? I go, I got to get these chairs out. I'm sweating. He goes, you never need to run on set. <laughs> right, and I'm like, right. I'm like, huh? He goes, dude, look around. He's a union guy. We're just making a movie. Right. <laughs> But, I mean, you're right. He's a union guy. Right. The slower well, you go, that... the longer it takes, the more money we make. I get it. But <laughs> well, one time when I was a PA in New York, you know, the grip looks at me, goes, take off your radio, you're a grip today, you know. And I'm, like, making $100 a day. And, you know, these guys make big money in New yeah. York at the time in the 80s. And I'm like, really? He goes, no, I'm serious. Take off your radio. The the hall is booked, and I need a good grip, and you you got some muscles on you. You know, <laughs> you'll, you'll be good. So I said, okay, you know, and I knew I was going to make like $600 for the day. I was was so excited, you know? Yeah. So like literally he'd say, okay, go get a flag, you know, and I'd I'd run, totally run for the flag. He goes, hey, no running. Don't make us look bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't start doing shit quick and efficiently. Right, right, right. That's going to make us, that's going to throw a wrench in the whole system we got here. But those, those, you know, now it's like those days are over, you know, those big. I don't even know what, $600 a day again? What's that? What is six hundred dollars yeah, a day right, again? Right. What does that mean? Do they even pay that anymore? Right. So, but you know the the whole film business has changed. You know? It's completely changed. And you know, you know who I've noticed it bothers the most is the old truck drivers, right? Because they're kind of the last men standing for the most part. Because they they have the most longevity. Most of the other jobs, like if you're a grip, you're electric. You've been lugging cable or pushing carts for so many years, your body breaks down. You kind of got to get out of the game, right? So that kind of stays a young guy's game. Right. The transport guys. Yeah, it's it cycles through, but guys. yeah, the transport guys they're can last li- longer because lifetime. obviously, you know. Yeah. They, you're they, just driving a car. You're driving the trucks and stuff like that. You're not doing as much physical manual labor, you know, as, as other departments do, right? Right. So you kind of see that those guys, you can just tell a lot of some of those guys are just boiling inside because they're so mad at what has happened. Well, the, the Christian system. Electrics too that was started back then, you know, because it's like yeah, but you how know, many of them are left at this point? There's a few, you know, a but few. it's like, oh, come on, you can find it in the budget. You're like, yeah, where am I going to find it? You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, in the old days, it would be like, we'll add a little money to the box rental. You know, all that stuff is done. You know, yeah, the, no. the prop guys stealing, like, you know, one prop guy had. Uh, the name of his boat was Petty Cash because he stole so much. You know, these the old prop guys used to steal, you know, a fortune. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, everyone would, you know. So after those days, you, those Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I, I even I studio had the shit out of my miles when I would PA, you know. It was like turning <laughs> a huge mile. Man, you drove a lot this week. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how like long did you. Bucks. Sorry. So how long did you stay in New York before you moved out to Los Angeles? Well, I used to go back and forth. You for, did? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you would, even so you would up actually until take, like eight years ago until I got married. Did you have family out here or you just would just stay out no i came out here when i was 18 you know i was like wow i want to be in hollywood well how many movies so you were working in both cities yeah i would go back and forth 
where would you stay where you're out here? If you, or do you, do you actually end up getting a place? Rob or Lowe's you... house? Anywhere he wanted? <laughs> no, where I'd, I'd have an apartment here. I'd have an apartment Oh, you did have there. an apartment. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. At 18? Well, 18, I was, I was a PA for a few years, and then I got in the director's guild. You know, I was in the director's guild. Because of that one day? Because I of went... your one day? No, I was, oh. God, <laughs> because I did 700 days as a PA. And uh, and then I got in the director's guild. So by the time I was 21, I was in the director's guild making a good amount of money. Oh, okay. So, that, so it wasn't until you were about 21 where you were really. <laughs> Doing more stuff in L.A. Yeah. Okay. Both. Yeah, and all around the country. You know, I'd go on location and. You know. How long before you actually started getting out of PAing and started producing? Well, I went from a PA to a, you know, an assistant director, assistant director to a production manager. Production. So manager. when did you start actually handling the money stuff? Like, what? At what point did you start actually getting into that game? In my my twenties. In your wow. early twenties. And, yeah, and, like, the, and the, what the kind of movies were you working like on? Doing that kind of stuff. Twenty two, twenty three. I was a production manager. Yeah, wow. kind of I knew movies? I didn't. Like what what kind of movies, movies were you yeah, doing yeah, at that yeah, point? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Big move. You know, big studio movies. Did so? Did you? Did, was there? Did you try to get out of like the uh, the ading stuff and try to get more right into away. the management? Because you just didn't. You just did not want to have anything to do with geeks, that stuff. Yeah, geeks. It's like we always thought. We always make fun about ads. It's like he'll come and you know people will come in the building and it'll be like they'll be like get you're on my set. Get off my set. Yeah, yeah. ads are yeah, very, well. Like, they have a very specific type well, of. They're very, it's very a specific type ego- of person. T- yeah, it's a very egotistical. Well, I've seen. Know. I've worked with some good ones where you're like, okay, he's keeping us on track. This is good. This is good. And I work with right. some ones where I'm like, ugh, ugh. right. You're awful, like. But it's an ego thing too. Yeah. It's like my set. You know, this is my set. Yeah, I did come in on a set once, and the, and they finally were like, "Who is that guy over there?" Like he was just star- he was like giving me the stink eye because I was just checking in on set, and um, you know, because I do all the scouts, but a lot of times the eighties they don't even check in with you. They just check out. They're just kind of doing their thing, just making sure that like when you're doing your tech scouts to get ready to film at a location, they're just trying to make the day. It's just like any other day, right? They just kind of right. make sure that they make all their appointments that day, right? And then finally someone's like, it's fine, man. He's with the building. Relax. He's not stealing secrets from our set. Yeah, that's Because it that literally was the thing. It's like I was doing, I was not on the way. I was just checking in. I you, literally you was probably in there for like two minutes. The nothing. You I was literally like, doing nothing. Right. I was just checking in. And he had this like, what, 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 what's, what, what are you doing to us? Like, I'm doing nothing to you. Like, there's <laughs> nothing I'm doing to this, this thing. You know, it was really you're, weird. You're getting in his yeah. way, dude. You're getting, in his, you're getting in his mind. You got in his head. Yeah, and I knew he, I never wanted to do that. So continue your crazy stories of anything. Like when you started becoming a production manager, were there ever big issues that you had to deal with? Anything like crazy that happened? What were you doing on? Um, what was your job on Bonfire of the Vanities? I was a PA. On that. You were a PA on that yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. When you uh, when you started to like go out, go on location and stuff. What's the best craziest location you ever? I mean, you've probably shot all over the world, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. At this point, um, probably Pan- Panama. You know, not Panama City, but Panama. No, really not Panama yeah. City, Florida. <laughs> so what, what did you do there? What were you doing there? I, I, we were doing the movie Basic. Okay. Yeah. With. Uh, I remember you telling me something about that. Business down there is done completely different, correct? Yeah, well, yeah. it's like you Pay go to those... cocaine. No, you <laughs> go to those third world countries, like, you know, people, they're making $100 a week. That's a lot of money, you know, or, you know, you, you know. Instead of you get Sherpas to run up and down hills and you know yeah. twenty dollars you know you give them twenty dollars it's a you know like that's a, a week's deal. worth of food yeah yeah. Right. yeah but was that the was that the was, I thought it was you was telling me a story about like when you got that you had to actually have a meeting with the president or something like that oh like, yeah it, was that Panama yeah where because, they wanted to right. know what was up and you actually had to meet with them first like when you no, got there or no 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 they knew we were coming we got there and it was like. You know, we wanted to fly our helicopters over the Panama Canal to get all the, the vistas, you know, because we shot the rest of the movie in in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. So we went down there to get all the, you know, the big exterior vistas and everything. So we get to the Panama Canal because, you know, it's why well, be in Panama, right? Yeah. So, so, you know, everyone wanted to... Uh, you know, everyone had their hand out. It was like, you know, this government official. And, uh, and when you said no, it was like, okay, you're not filming, you know? And so, <laughs> so, so, um, then they pretty much shut us down. So I'm like, what are we doing here? Let's just go talk. It's such a small country. We'll just go to the president, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> of course. And get him to fucking okay. It, it was a she at the time, whoa, right? Whoa, so now I've so heard my it all. coordinator is like, so you're yeah. Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> so my coordinator, she goes, oh, I, I, you know, I know people that know, you know, know her. And, and so she set up a meeting and, 
you know, we went and met with her, and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You're here for a reason. You know, every door in Panama Open. opened. Yeah, it was like, yeah, no one messed with us after that. But it's amazing <laughs> but the things that we you, went, you find yourself having it. to do yeah, like in the, order to make yeah. a silly movie. I right. set up a meeting with the president. I need yeah. to shoot here. <laughs> right. That's yeah. insane, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, what are we doing here? It's like such a small country. I'm like, why are we, you know, Let's not talk to these clowns. These, yeah, these I would just lower love to be in the room with you at the time where you're like, well, I guess we're just going to have to call the president. It's <laughs> yeah. just like everyone's just probably staring at you like, yeah, yeah, let's just get the president on the phone so we can, right. we can get our, finish our movie. Hi, Obama. Yeah. Uh, but we so did. It was the it. only way I could get it done, you know? <laughs> and we did. We went to lunch with her at a great time. And she's like, anything you need, anything you need, you know? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was the president of Panama. Yeah. What so. was the movie that you enjoyed working on the least once you started really getting in the business? And I don't mean He's because like, anybody ghost. was bad. You I just really Patrick just, Swayze. No, no, not, not, not that. Just where you're just like, nah, I'm really, and I shouldn't say hate it, but you were just like, ah, I can't wait for this one to be over. It just, I don't know if it bored you or just the process. Did you ever just check out or have you always just been a fan of, of the stuff, well, of um, work in the in No, the I, I love, uh, you know, by the end of I Am Legend, I, I ended up in the hospital for like six months because, you know, it was such a seven days a week for, from August to, you know, Jesus. You know, and that was a massive May. movie. Massive. Massive, massive movie. Yeah. Because you had, I mean, there was massive. like street closures. I mean, oh, I, I'm just thinking like, yeah. you can do only so much with CG before he's got to actually drive a car and drive right. around and right. no I one mean, can be there and it's in a city. Where did you make that movie? New York. In right New York. In New York. Okay. Yeah, we used to shut down like 20 blocks at a time. I used to have, to have 500 PAs, literally, you know, Holy hundreds shit, of PAs, dude. like... Literally, on you know, twenty blocks up, thirty blocks up, locking it up, you know, at every. How did you guys even have radio banter? How is that even possible to talk on a radio with that many people? Did you have multiple channels that you had? I mean, not multiple channels, but like different frequencies, and how do you even handle that? Absolutely, yeah. Otherwise, it'd be nonstop talking. Second unit, we had visual effects units, you know, and and it was just a, and then we'd have like set dressing crews coming out at 12 one o'clock in the morning to sit there and plug like uh reeds in the in the you know to make it look like the weeds were growing up in right, the holy right, shit yeah. so that wasn't even cg no well it, it was enhanced but i mean uh we did as much as we could practically you know oh fuck dude just, that's you know, insane so that one so. burned you out burned me out yeah it was just by how the long end of but that. that's a long shoot too so that how long was that actually how long did you work on that movie Oh, from beginning to end. Beginning to end was yeah. like a year and a half, yeah. two years. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. yeah. From when you, you get know, on big, big budgets like yeah. that, you're in it. You're in it. Well, for because a long time. huge planning, and you because know? you're the money guy, you're there from the beginning right. because you have to budget everything well, that's going on. And those on. budget, I mean, and that must have been stressful too, because that's the type of budget that will blow out of control if you don't keep an eye on it. Right. Oh, shit. Right, yeah, right. you got everyone's like you know movies like that. It's like a free for all. It's you know they yeah. don't care about wasting any money. You always hear those jokes about why is that third. Um, electric truck over there. Well, just in case, right? right? They, they right. just started just they're just just in casing at that point, you know, just throwing stuff out there, yeah. you know. Yeah, you seventeen condors. Yeah, you know, you yeah. always have problems on on sets, so people just are they throw oh, throw money at the problem. Yep, but that usually works, that right? I mean, that well, yeah. I'm sure that movie. That I'm guessing that problem, movie made its money back, but at oh, the same yeah. time, because at that point, Will, Will Smith was still fine with international. That, that, that's where all the money comes from. At that point, right? It's just huge international box right. office that. Right. Plus, it was essentially like kind of a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, was, it was a zombie movie. Well, right. I mean, just, but it doesn't. It, it wasn't really sold that way. That, no, that's what I'm saying. Like right. when you saw the previews for it, it was like he's like the right. last man on earth kind of deal. Right. So it was like okay, cool. But then you get into it, and you're like, oh shit, there's undead here. Uh, and I know what was it? Uh, 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 plays uh, Bunchy on um, Ray Donovan. Uh, oh my God, Dash Dash Mihawk. Uh, oh Dash. Yeah, right. he was the yeah, one of the main. Yeah, yeah. Zombie guys, right? Right, right, yeah, right, right. right. Which I didn't know about until way down he's the, the line. He's the alpha male. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The alpha he's male. a nice guy. I've, I've met him a few times. He's super nice. He's a great and, guy. And he fucking of mine. kills it on Ray Donovan. Yeah. Kills it. He is so good on that show. It's he's just, a funny dude. Well, the first time I met him, he showed me. He was like, he was like, what do you do? And I was like, eh, I'm PA and I'm doing this, whatever. We were at his apartment. And he, he hung out with some people that I was kind of friends with. And he was like, hey, I go, you're an actor? And he's like, yeah, act. I'm like, oh. He's like, you want to see something I did? I'm like, yeah, cool. So me and him go into this room. He puts in this VHS tape, and it's him, like, he's just won a fight, right, like a boxing match. And he's and it was like a short, it was just a short project that somebody had done, but he wins this boxing match, and he's ecstatic, you know, and he, he's running home. And the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, 
shit, man, I really believe the, in my head, I'm like, I just, I'm standing next to the guy. I'm in his apartment. I know he's not a boxer, but I'm looking at this like, I'm fucking buying this. Like, he's that good. He gets home in this thing, and his girlfriend's super pumped, and he hugs her, and he picks her up, and he starts swinging her around, and he hits her head on the corner of the fucking cabinet, and she dies, and he starts, he goes from this elated, insanely happy guy to this, he's crying, broken shell of a human being in like, within seconds and I was like and I was wasted I was not all there but I was just like Jesus like I almost started to cry I was like this guy is one of the best actors I've probably ever gonna meet like I was really impressed with that dude and he was always super guy. nice to me after he's that he's a funny he's so funny I'll tell you a good story when we were doing basic you know we we were in Jacksonville Florida he was one of the stars of it so nice. so we all go hang out one night you know and um, I'm like, I'm really tired. You know, I'm going to go up to my room, go to sleep. And him and all the other guys, I don't know if you saw the movie. It was like a military movie. So him and his buddies. Are, so we all used to hang out all the time, you know. So they go, oh, can we um, can we borrow? Because, you know, uh, I had a big like Suburban or something, you know. So I said, can we borrow the truck? You know, we're just going to go pick up some beers and we're just going to go back to the hotel. I said, all right, give him the truck. Uh, the next day, <laughs> the producers... He's banging on my door like it was a Saturday, you know, because this was on a Friday night. Banging on my door like, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. I get up. I'm like, what the hell? I go to the door. He goes, what'd you do to the truck? And I go, what do you mean, what did I do to the truck? He goes, it's in the parking lot totaled. (laughs) Totaled? Totaled, yeah. So I go, oh, I gave it to the guys last night. They were just going down the street to get some beer, you know. So literally, it was like, you know, the truck was totaled in the hotel parking lot and all the guys, they had taken the beer and gotten, they'd gotten some like, you know, big you know, accident, <laughs> but Jesus. wrapped it around, but they got it back to the hotel somehow, you know? And, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I went to visit Justin one day at his office and he's got pictures on his yeah. little shelf there. And I remember just staring at one. He had a pretty kick-ass leather coat on. Oh, yeah. With lots of zippers. Along was with it red? Another, huh? Was it no, red? the okay. person with him may have been wearing a red jacket with zippers. Michael Jackson? That's right, buddy. Really? And I think the monkey may have been in the photograph with him. Bubbles? <laughs> no? Am I making that part up? No, yeah, it was just him. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. And I said, because uh, at the time, like, I didn't really know him. And I'm like, uh, is that? Because he's got pictures of him in, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It makes sense to me. Justin's very strong. I go, oh, you guys probably met being strong. <laughs> yes. That was my they thing. meet at the muscle convention no. every yeah, year. Like, the movie Eraser. Uh, right. But my, oh, th- my I, I'm not saying I had good logic. My logic <laughs> was like, based on body type. Of course Schwarzenegger. Look at you. <laughs> you never struck me as the Michael Jackson type, so that one kind of stood out. And so then, he looks at you and goes, of course Brian knows Paul Giamatti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So I don't really, I don't know, you've, I'm sure you probably told me how you even came across knowing Michael Jackson, but if you want to just kind of like, you know. No, we just, I, I hung out with him one night, you know. Uh, no, I don't know. What are you talking <laughs> we, about? We what the, not, who says we, that out you know, loud? We, I was with Rob Lowe and we went to his concert, you know, and then we went backstage so and we hung out. So you see Michael Jackson perform? Yeah, we saw him perform and, and hung out, got to spend the day with him and hang out with him. Is he and, a weird yeah. cat? Was he weird? He was, he was just a qu- really quiet, you know, very. Awkward. Yeah, 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 but a really super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. always under the defense, I'm guessing. Correct. I'm going to say it on the defense, but not willing to share too much. Is that? Is that? Yeah, would that be very a... shy? You know, very. You know. So I never understood this this thing. So 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 when you're famous like Rob Lowe, right? It, there is a circuit where all famous people can do whatever. They, it's like there's this there's a famous people circuit. Is that how you end up doing things like this? Where it's just Boy, like any oh, famous person. It's you know that's but that's what it is. Yeah. You're 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 just literally just going to famous. Famous people are always hanging on to their famous right, kind of right, thing, and, right? You know, and and you always you know call up for a reservation. You don't have to wait. You know, it's it's nice. You know, it's it's got a lot of pluses and a lot of minuses. You know, at what point though? And I, I don't know where. Your relationship is with with Rob Lowe now, but like, at what point do you guys like? It's like you're not. I mean, because you get, you kind of have to have your own life too at some point. I mean, it's kind of yeah. you're talking yeah, about he's initially. He's not still like bunking no, up no, no, with no. him and hanging but that's out. what I'm saying. But early on, when that happens, you're the PA and you're doing all this stuff and it's exciting and you're almost kind of living someone else's life. At some point, you're kind of like, do you kind of go, all right, I, I can't do that all the time well, when once, you're not that guy. Yeah, once you're not a PA anymore, it's like yeah. you know you have a lot of celebrity friends and you know and you they're just career. regular. Yeah, they're just regular people. You know. You know, no. people put them up on pedestals. You know, it's true, right? But but they're they're normal everyday people. Well, and, they're people. 
Yeah. Normal in every day. I don't know. <laughs> I did, yeah, I maybe I shouldn't say like, normal. They're human beings with feelings like everybody else, but right, we're right. towards the end. And we talked about this before. We bring this up. Justin is, um, Justin unfortunately found himself, which we, we kind of talk about. He tells a great funny story about it. He found himself affiliated with a sex scandal back in the, uh, the 80s? The 80s? Yeah, right. Which is funny because it's like sex scandals now. So different, right? Like now, it's almost like people go out to get one. No, now they put start... them out. That's the only reason <laughs> they put, they put that... them out now. Yes, they do. Right. Fucking, uh, they fucking boost their career. Kim Kardashian is talentless, and everyone knows her because she got butt fucked by some dude on camera. <laughs> right. Paris Hilton is fucking talentless. Everyone knows her because fucking Solomon fucking butt fucked her on camera. Like the only reason <laughs> those chicks famous. even got they got fucking right. famous. So everyone's like, "Oops, my sex tape got out. Can I have a show?" Like, yeah, you need a reality show citing that you're too fucking stupid to know that you shouldn't record yourself having sex now because it's going to get out there. It's the internet. Tommy Lee. I mean, look at Tommy Tommy Lee and Pam. They they didn't give a shit. They were like, oh, "Eh." I know, but still, I mean, look, look, you know, but like in your world, it it made him not just the drummer for Motley Crue anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like it made, right, he he got his own TV show. The guy with the huge, yeah, as I say, that helps. Right, that's all everyone talked. Every woman talked about it. You know, hey, look at the size of his. Look, he came out looking real good in that. Like, if I had a sex tape, I'd be like, oh Jesus, you saw that? But obviously, you know, when you go back X amount of years, there, there wasn't the internet. No, there that's wasn't what I'm like, There wasn't right. DVDs, it was a all this stuff. different So with, with, with you, when you went through it, you got caught off guard because it was like, how does that shit even get out, right? right like, that's the right. thing. It's like, it doesn't go viral. It doesn't, there wasn't 50, there wasn't TMZ. Mm-hmm. There wasn't all this stuff, right? right? But it was just the news. And like, the, back then, even now, it, but for even you, now, I mean, the news, the, 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 the news can find a needle in a haystack. Well, know? that's what you learned, right? Yeah. In, in the end. Well, t- right. Tell John, know. like, basically the, the funny thing of, like, how you even found out that you were... Well, I was, you know, I, I would cringe every night when they'd, you know, who's this other guy? Who's this other guy? And then finally, like, uh, you know, they had this breaking news. They found out who the other guy was. And, like, you know. Were you watching this as they were? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, uh, so my, we had, like, this really long driveway, you know, and I was at work. And um, and this, at this time, were you still a PA? Yeah, I was still okay, a so PA. PA. Okay, okay. Still a PA and. uh you know, and uh, uh, so my mom, my mom's oh. out walking the dog, like pulling her flowers but just in the to, morning. We should probably seek clarification. One, this was not Justin's tape. Two, you knew that there was a chance that something was out there, but you were not sure no, at the time I, whether yeah. or not you act, it had anything to do with you. No, you could but never I didn't have clarification. Th- of never that. thought any. Okay, I didn't right. think I was involved. Yeah, in yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. So, just so there was a clarification of how it got to this right. point. So anyway, so that she's out walking the dog and pulling her flowers in the morning because we didn't have any neighbors around. It was like a long secluded driveway. Entertainment Tonight is walking down the driveway like with their <laughs> news crew, you know, the camera crew, and my mom. My mom's out there in her bathrobe and I haven't told her that I'm involved because why you know why bring that up to you hey Ma Ma. it may never come up here's some crazy sex (laughs) tape talk (laughs) right So then, uh, so then, so, so, so they're they're like roll camera, and they're you know they. <laughs> Your mom's like I'm fucking in my robe yeah, out right, here. Right, What's wrong right, with you? Like you know. So she's like, oh no, my son had nothing to do with that, you know. And they try they to interview window, her, like, and she really didn't know anything, you know. So they finally leave dissatisfied. They said, oh, do you know where your son is right now? And she's like, yeah, he's at work. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, do you know where he, where is his office? And she gives them the address, the phone number, everything. <laughs> oh my god! They leave. She calls me on the phone, and she's Run, like, entertainment. No, tonight. she calls me. She says the funniest thing happened this morning, honey. And I'm like, what? She says, Entertainment Tonight was walking down the driveway and they think you're involved with this whole sex scandal. I said, oh, mom. You know, so I knew my gig was up. I had to tell her. I said, you know. They're right, you know, and she was. I was like, they're right and they're wrong. They're right right and they're wrong. Right, right. So, so I had to, I had to confess, and then you know, so of course they show up at work, and then they tortured me for the longest time. I was plagued for years. I mean, they would like follow me, and like one day, you know, then then the next movie I'm doing, uh, I'm at the time I'm working on Black Rain, you know, Michael Michael Douglas. Douglas, One day he was like, calls the producer over, and he's like, "Um, hey. You know the the the, the paparazzi. There's, there's a huge crowd out there. Get them out of here. I don't want them around. <laughs> and the producer said had to tell him they're not hey, here for I'm you. Sorry, Michael. They're not here for you. They're here for Justin, the PA. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like, what, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, 
um, oh you know, God. he tells him, you know, he tells him this whole story, and he goes, oh, Michael Douglas goes, oh, jeez, you know. <laughs> Getting Holy shit, rocks. that is hilarious. Yeah, like, there, get they, these, get these yeah, guys out of here. Yeah, <clears throat> they're not here. They're for not you. here for you. <laughs> they're how here long, for the PA. It's like how, Leslie Nielsen getting off the plane in Naked Gun. They're here for Weird Al. How long did that follow you around before people were just like moving on? Like oh, years. It, really? It was like, yeah, it was like the famous PA that, you know. The famous. So right. you, it didn't stop you from getting jobs. No, not at all. But would you get razzed a lot because oh, of it? Oh, everyone, you know, everyone would razz me all the time. You just fucking kind of take it, right? No, it's like finally died down a bit, you know. Finally? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even know about it. We were working on a film together, and apparently Justin had told the story to the other guys, and they were just laughing about it. I'm like, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, no, no, he... He has no because at first I was like, well, "How did you even get that information? What are you guys doing?" Like, and he's just like, he doesn't. I, I, I then finally I sent him. I go, "Hey, I gotta ask you a question." <laughs> These guys are saying that uh, you're I've, affiliated with a sex scandal, yeah. and he and he just laughed. He's like, right. "Well, it was a long time ago. Do? What are you gonna do?" And then you know that it was like Howard Stern would call me at five a.m. every okay, morning. Okay, back to the Howard Stern. It's a great right. way to close this segment out. So right, so, so you know Howard Stern every you know every at five in the morning he would call me, and 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 you know and. and He'd be like, come on the show, and I'd say, no, 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 no. Because I'm assuming he wasn't getting your counterpart at all. Which right, yeah. Dead no, right, silence right, right, on that right, right. thing. So you, but that's he was why just honing on me, you know. So finally, I was like, you know, just to stop him from calling and torturing me, I was like, fine, I'll come on the show, you know. So I did, like, dial a date, you know, for him. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Did you ever have a mullet? Never had a mullet. Oh, no, okay. never. Just make sure. oh look who Always thinks he's cut. fucking better than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Just the old haircut. Like I, I was just curious. Like why you did know. you used to have a mullet? Oh fuck, dude! Like oh, a really? Sweet one. Yeah, I'm from mid, like the Midwest. Oh yeah, never yeah. had a mullet. Yeah, yeah. Always a crew cut. <laughs> dude, you're a great storyteller. I told you he'd dude, be a great guest. Fantastic, dude. Easily. Uh, and we even get to have, but then again, I mean, this yeah. guy's life, you can't even. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't, you start 18 PA and you're best friends with Rob Law all of a sudden, and then you're working, you know what I mean? You, that's so crazy. That's one of those things, like when I started PA when I was like 24, I thought to myself, shit, man, if I would have just moved out here right out of high school, right. I would be so far along right now. Because I could see the people that were right ahead of me. I was like, you guys are idiots. Like, I can do what you do. It's not hard. Like, right, it's just, just give me the shot. Just, yeah, that's exactly. And that's what, even when I got promoted to key PA on a show, the people that were I was working for, they just saw me as this weird, because I drank a lot and was like, you know, I had the sniffles and my nose would bleed sometimes and et cetera. You know what I mean? And they were like, yeah, he's just a scumbag kind of. And my, my buddy was like, just give him the job and he'll do it. And they gave me the job and they're like, oh, fuck, you're really good at this. I'm like, then it's then a monkey could do it because it was so common sense to me. I was like, yeah, and I wasn't. I didn't go to film school and do any of that. So I was like, yeah, very simple. Got a great story. You're telling saying that I had a friend that was a PA with me, you know, and he was a complete alcoholic, you know. So you know, as PAs, we do these lockups, you know, like go yeah. go in the store and stop people from coming out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we were shooting down in Queens, and there was a bar that people were just walking in and out of we were doing like the movie Quick Change with Randy Quaid holy and, shit and so, <laughs> fuck so, dude so that, holy shit so, so there's a bar on the corner you know and the AD says you know lock up that bar so my friend Nick who's an alcoholic decides he'll put him he was oh. the key PA decides oh. like oh I'll go lock up the bar you know so with as, my mouth <laughs> yeah like he's sitting at the bar yeah. you know and you know and you know with every in between setups you know you got a half an hour or whatever so he was getting shit faced in the bar all day, you know, on his lockup. Finally, the you know we're in the middle of a take, and all these drunk people ruin the shot. They're coming out of the bar, and AD says, "Who's locking up the bar?" And Nick goes, uh, "Locking it up, sir." He couldn't even talk, you know. Oh my god, yeah. was he fired? So, no, and then the, uh, I love everyone I love knew it. he was an alcoholic. So the AD goes, "Who put the alcoholic in the bar? Who put him on the lockup in the bar?" <laughs> Let's send the heroin addict to the methadone clinic. <laughs> right, it up. right, 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 right. That's fucking. But then back then, you know, like the 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 um the drivers, you know, the New York drivers had a very bad rap. They were known to just be alcoholics, and you know, literally, they used to come in and park the trucks in the morning, and they disappear. Like Drink. if you need, oh, they would be in the in the Irish because the Irish pubs in New York open up in the morning. You know, literally, they park the truck and they'd go find the nearest bar and. 
you know, if you needed a truck moved or something, you know, you'd have to go as a PA, you'd have to go find all the Teamsters, you know. Jesus. <laughs> it sounds a lot more scattered back and, then, like especially in New right. York. By the by the end of the day, you'd, you'd be like, how is this guy going to get the truck back, back to this? Yeah, without killing you know, everyone. You're right. I kind of feel like, though, that you having worked through that actually makes you deal with the the stuff, right. all the crap that happens. Now, right. there's nothing you to you. You're just like, oh, God, you have no idea kind of thing, right? Like, right. you can just handle it. Oh, literally, like, the one day the, the teamster was so drunk, like, he put the lift gate up, and he didn't. He was so drunk, he didn't realize his finger was in, in the, you know, in the lift gate, and just took, took his finger off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not as an exciting story as uh, working on a quick change or, to you, apparently, dude, based well, on your Bill, silence. But, but Bill Murray was... In quick change, yeah, right. Like, you're, you're like with Randy Quaid. I'm like, yes, yeah, Randy Paul Quaid Murray, was in right. it, but also because <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, but uh, um, yeah, no, that. Yo, I did a lot of like as a PA, I did a lot of amazing movies like Prince of Tides and and uh, Quick Change. Uh, a lot, a lot of, That's lot of. Stuff. He's been in it. I just but, love the fact that you're in it, at, like literally at the. You know, again, I use my nephew as a reference. Like he's working on stuff that'll never ever be that it's, big. It's it's what who yeah no one cares n- when Netflix? never Netflix yeah, no, no, no not even not, some of it never like it'll just never exist right like that's he's been on some of that stuff and he's been on other things that have but nothing is but you like right. literally started oh yeah at like my, massive budgets yeah yeah because now it's really hard to get into those like you have to you honestly you have yeah. to work your way into those now you really do have to know somebody to get into the big big budgets right but they're even not, as a PA. but there's not too many of them no, anymore there's not, not if you want to work here that yeah. is true right i mean there's not too many of them anymore they don't spend the money they used to on movies because they don't get the box office revenue and, no and just quick quick personal are you you don't yell you're not a yeller right only when needed <laughs> oh but you do okay yeah, you, you, you will yeah. crack some skulls oh yeah okay if i have to yeah yeah, but what you consider yelling? No. <laughs> all right, maybe I haven't seen. Yeah, it. you haven't seen that. Just yeah. and I get. No I was just curious because you see, you seem very laid back, and you're describing all these crazy things that have happened throughout your course of your uh, entertainment life, and it's like, I bet you because of all that, you're like really like, all right, man, we'll just figure it out. Yeah. But maybe if you got to fucking smash some heads together, then... I try to, but you know, it doesn't <clears> always work out that way. <laughs> Justin, thanks for stopping by, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. I want to say something real quick, which I know is going to bring the show totally down. But uh, uh, my old boss from The Man Show passed away on Saturday. His name was John Axelson. He was a super nice guy. He was always really nice to me. He actually made me start smoking again because I quit smoking in the middle of that show and people thought I was too mean. They were like, he's snapping at everybody. So John was like, I love you. I want you to be healthy. You have fucking three more months on this show. Why don't you keep smoking cigarettes until then? <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> that was his pep talk. <clears throat> that was his and pep he talk. just smoked but, cigarettes. But he was he was a really good guy, and uh, it's a bummer. So, um, you know, whatever. My thoughts are with his family, who was also good people. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> people sometimes leave us a little bit too early. <clears throat> yeah, and shout out to our new listeners and subscribers, Chris. Economididis. All right. Well, that didn't work out the way you thought it was going to be. And at Timmy Bats. I can't say Chris's last name. It's uh, Economonomidis. Close enough. He's Greek. Close enough. Justin, thank you again so much. Yeah, dude, Justin. Thank you enough for coming. Thanks for having me. So fucking great. Thanks for having me. This was a great episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 